Joshua chapter number 7. Joshua chapter number 7. I want to begin to read with verse number 1. Joshua chapter number 7. I'm going to begin to read with verse number 1. Find your place if you're able and you're willing. Would you stand in honor of the reading of God's precious and holy word? Joshua chapter number 7, and we're going to begin to read with verse number 1. You know the story that we've been reading out in the past several weeks here in the book of Joshua. The children of Israel have crossed over the Jordan finally. They have uh, faced all the things. They have took the mark. They have had observed circumcision. They have took and been fed. They are no longer eating manna, but now they're eating corn from the land of promise. They have faced Jericho and watched God give the victory Himself at Jericho. Immediately after this, we find we come to chapter number 7. We know that at the fall of Jericho that Rahab the harlot was uh, saved alive. Her and all that was behind the thread of the door, the thread that hung in her window, that scarlet thread, they were all saved, brought out from uh, the land of Jericho, did not die. They were the only ones because they were behind or under, if you will, the blood. That's the only thing, the only reason is because they were under the blood. That scarlet line, that scarlet thread represents the blood. We talked, I've spent an entire message on preaching on the representation of the different things that that thread would stand for. That line, that cord, all the names that was given to that, uh, that piece of scarlet that hung from the window of Rahab's house. And now we come to chapter number 7. We find that the Bible, that the children of Israel committed a trespass in the accursed thing. For Achan, the son of Carmi, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took of the accursed thing. The anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. And Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is beside Bethhaven, on the east side of Bethel, and spake unto them, saying, Go up and view the country. And the men went up and viewed Ai. They returned to Joshua and said unto him, Let not all the people go up, but let about two or three thousand men go up and smite Ai, and make not all the people to labor thither, for they are but a few. So there went up together of the people about three thousand men, and they fled before the men of Ai. And the men of Ai smote of them about thirty and six men. For they, for they chased them from before the gate even unto Shebarim and smote them in the going down. Wherefore the hearts of the people melted and became as water. Joshua rent his clothes and fell to the earth upon his face before the ark of the Lord until the even tide. He and the elders of Israel and put dust upon their heads. Joshua said, Alas, O Lord God, wherefore hast thou at all brought this people over Jordan 
to deliver us unto the hands of the Amorites to destroy us? Would to God we had been content and dwelt on the other side of Jordan. O Lord, what shall I say when Israel turneth their backs before, the, before their enemies? For the Canaanites and the inhabitants of the land shall hear of it and shall environ us around and cut off our name from the earth. What wilt thou do thy great, what unto thy great name? And the Lord said unto Joshua, Get thee up. Wherefore liest thou, upon, uh, liest thou thus upon thy face? Israel hath sinned. They have also trespassed my covenant which I commanded them. For they have even taken of the accursed thing, have also stolen and dissembled. Also, and they have put it even among their own stuff. Therefore the children of Israel could not stand before their enemies, but turned their backs before their enemies, because they were accursed. Neither will I be with you anymore, except you destroy the accursed from among you. Heavenly Father, thank you for the privilege to be able to stand this morning. God, you know my heart. You know, Lord, everything that there is going on inside of me right now. God, I need your direction. I need your leadership. I need, God, you to speak through me. God, and speak through me what you want said today. God, I don't want to make no name for myself. I don't want nobody to tell me anything about what I've spoken. God, I sure would like heaven to be pleased with what takes place here this day. God, I'd like for an eternal difference to be made in the lives of individuals. God, I'd like for you to have your way. I'd like for you to be seen. I'd like for you to have the preeminence in this place. God, you be the main focus. You be one, the one that's lifted up. Oh God, help me, dear God, that I would not stand in the way, that I would not take a advantage of anything, but God, I pray that you, by the sweet Holy Ghost of God, would lead me this morning. I want your leadership, and I pray that you would. Would you bless us now? Help those that's lost to be saved. Help those, God, that strayed to come home. Help, dear God, those that's listening by way of airways over the internet or any other way that may not be walking right with you, dear God. I pray, holy God, an unction in their soul that might draw them knowing that we're living in the last days. God, those among us that's numbered among us, but they're not here today because their hearts are far from you. I pray, God, you'd get their attention in some way. God, you'd speak real loud in this world. God, help us that we could submit to you and surrender to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen. Thank you. You can be seated. A very, uh, very familiar scripture this morning. I have got about five or six pages of notes uh, that I have just on the subject this morning of sin. And uh, that's just what I've got titled the message. But there's a, for about 15 or 20, 30 minutes now, the Lord has stirred my soul concerning something and that is uh, uh, just something that I've not even uh, really uh, mentioned in the, the lesson or in the message this morning and it is still on the subject of sin uh, but but more or less it's on a, on a, on a, a certain sin and, and it's a certain sin that you and I probably could say that uh, that we uh, we've all come to uh, to the place where we have dealt with in our life. And maybe if we've not dealt with it, we may need to deal with it. We may need to pay attention to it. Now, I don't know what direction I'm going to go. I'm just going to try to let the Lord have His way in this and, and let Him take over. When you begin to talk about the subject of sin, 
Uh, it's a broad subject. It's a subject, Brother Mike, that, uh, that you really, uh, you could spend quite some time on just the subject of, of sin. But there's one thing we know about sin and what it'll do. Uh, sin will change the course of a life. Uh, that's what it'll, it'll do. Sin will, will make a, a difference in your life. You, it could change the plan of God for your life. I'm talking about sin could. Uh, there's things that could happen in your life that may, uh, that may change the plan that God had for your life. It don't mean that you won't have the, the burden for that thing. It don't mean that you won't have the desire for it, but it means you can't carry it out because that there is a particular sin that's been evident in your life. Uh, it'll change the course of your life. Uh, uh, sin will challenge uh, the commands of God. Always I find that uh, that when there's commands of God that, that's made known, when God speaks to us, when God speaks into our hearts uh, and lets us know, then uh, when our flesh begins to dwell up, then, and then sin, when, or when sin comes about, when lust is conceived, uh, it bringeth forth sin, and that sin begins to, uh, to challenge the commands of the Word of God. We begin to try and, uh, and subsidize God's Word, if you will, for our opinion. Uh, we, will, we will place our opinion, well, I think this and I think that, knowing that God's Word is the final authority. Not only does God uh, change the course of life and challenge the commands of life, uh, but sin chills the confidence of the saints of God. Uh, that's what it'll do. Sin will make us lose faith in a holy God. It'll make us lose faith in, 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 in the ways of God. Sin has that ability. Uh, sin will also, it'll curse the camp of God. It'll curse the camp of God. What happened to Israel? Here is the sin of, of, of cursing the camp of God. And we know that Achan had taken that thing. Sin also cancels the comfort. Uh, that's what it'll do. It'll cancel comfort in your life. It'll take you and it'll wipe away the comfort that you have. It'll, it'll take away your walk. It'll make you walk in a different way. There's I'm, I'm, I, what I've been looking at, what I've been thinking on this morning, brethren, I've never heard it preached on. And I don't want to, I have read behind some that agree with this, but one, what I want to look at this morning is not the sin of Achan. I may come back next week and preach this, but I preach on the sin of Achan, but, but I want to look at this morning on the sin of Joshua. On the sin of Joshua. I know what some of you are thinking right now. What in the world are you talking about? You talking about God's man. I want to preach on the sin of not seeking. The sin of not seeking. Now I've not got notes on that, so y'all probably ain't going to be here 45 minutes or an hour listening to me preach on that. Some of you say hallelujah, I know when you said that, when I said that, but, but I am going to try and bring a, 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 a thought this morning on the sin of not seeking. When you think about what, what happened in the Word of God, Joshua has, uh, uh, has brought the children of Israel over Jordan. When he got to Gilgal, Joshua separated himself and he went and looked today. I went and looked at Jericho. He got, that's when he went and looked at Jericho, Brother Mike, is when he come in contact with the captain of the host of the Lord. He did not move until he spent time with the captain of the host of the Lord. 
He did not march around. He did not get marching orders until he met with the captain of the host of the Lord. I'm talking about Joshua. He knew that he had come across Jordan for a purpose. He knew that he'd come across uh, and God would bring him there for that, for that particular purpose. Uh, he knew that Jericho was a place uh, that would have to be dealt with, uh, but he did not deal with Jericho until he met with the Lord. And let me say unto you today that I believe that if there's anything uh, that, Jer- that Joshua would have, would to God that before he went to Ai, that little little bitty country, that little bitty place uh, that some that the men said, oh, just send about 3,000 of us. We'll take care of Ai real quickly. I believe if Joshua could have came back and done some things differently, I believe he would have went before the ark of God a lot sooner than what he did. We don't find him before he sent them into battle going before the ark of the Lord. We don't find him talking with the captain of the host of the Lord's army before he went to Ai. We don't find him on his face praying and asking God before he went to the before he went to Ai. But brethren, let me tell you what we find. We find after the descent from Ai, after the return from Ai, after 36 men died in fleeing from Ai, we find that Joshua got on his face before form a holy God and begin to seek God at that time God why God why did this happen God why did this take place I noticed something about Joshua's praying at this particular time and that is that, that I believe that Joshua he prayed and first thing he wanted to do is lay the accusation in the lap of God uh, God we, we failed why have you let this happen to us God why did you let this take place God why have you allowed this to happen all the while that Joshua could have looked at himself and said you know I know why this has happened it's because I've not sought God it's because I've not cried out against you and you know what God's able to do God's able to reveal sin there's been times let me just step up and say this right now and I know some of you are going to think boy you think you're super spiritual no I don't but I tell you what God does God does give insight at times and there's been times that God has pointed out sin to me that exists in the church that needed the attention and he said this must be handled and if you, you don't handle this then there's going to be big problems Amen. but it only comes when we seek God it only comes when we seek the Lord Joshua has come to a place where he's uh, coming down from Jericho and he's real confident he's real satisfied God has just given them the victory God has just taken care of them real big God has just been real evident. He said, God, you told me you'd never leave me. God never had would leave him. Matter of fact, I, we go over there and I read the scripture where the Lord said, if you, hey, listen, if you don't handle this sin, I'll not be with you. I'll not go with you. There's a lot of us today uh, that we're not seeking God. We wonder why uh, the, 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 the church is falling away. We wonder why people's falling away. We wonder why the spiritual uh, spirituality of the church is as it is. Uh, and the question might be, are we not seeking God? There is a sin for not seeking. How many of you come to church this morning and spent, uh, uh, let me ask you, how many of you spent two hours this past week uh, praying for God to meet with us in the house of God this morning? 
Well, let me get it. How many of us spend an hour asking God to meet with us in the house of God this week? I'm talking about we went to God in earnest. We met with Him. We asked Him, God, we sure do need you. My family needs to be saved. My children need Jesus. My loved ones need the Lord. People in the world need to hear. People watching on Facebook and YouTube need to hear. God, they need to hear about you. God, would you meet with us in a big way? God, we want you. We want you. We begin to seek Him. The Bible said, You shall search for me and find me when you seek me with all your heart Uh, today uh, we have a half hearted searching for the Lord it seems like amongst the people of God our hearts have gone distant and far our hearts are unconcerned the world brother Mike has our attention what's going on in Washington what's going on here monkeypox and corona What's going on with Congress? What about how foolish Joe can be up there and the silliness that he can be? And all that's gotten our attention. And the whole while there's a God on the throne that says there your attention don't need to be on them. I want your attention on me. I want you to look to me. I, I'm the one that can help your problems. It, it's not the fellow having a, a rallies every week that can help what's ailing you. It's me. I'm on the throne. I'm the one that can help what's ailing you. I realize I didn't think you'd get, listen, there's a lot of us, uh, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of you this morning uh, here and those of you yonder. There's a lot of you got more confidence in Donald Trump. I'm talking about in the church. Uh, you got more confidence in Donald Trump than you do in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, you got more confidence in him than you do in God. Hey, I'm not against him. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But I'm telling you what, he's not the Savior. He's not the one that we need in the house of God. He's not who we worship. He's not the answer to our problems. Uh, the answer to our problems is the Lord Jesus and God. And except we seek him will be a failure except we seek him the lost folks that we have that need a savior I remember days y'all when a person that got lost didn't really stay lost y'all hear me I remember days brother Mike when a person that got lost didn't stay lost because the church, they'd hit their face before God and they'd stay there. They'd cry out to God and they'd beg God to deal with that. They wouldn't say, well, I'm going to pray here in my pew. there has been times that I, uh, that when I, I'd be preaching right out here like I was, I'm telling y'all, Brother Philip, you've seen it up there. Uh, I, one time in particular in Colt, Arkansas, I was a preaching at a camp meeting and preaching on the on, on some of the end times and stuff like that. And brother, and it wasn't ten minutes into the message uh, that, that there was people seven, eight, ten people deep across the entire altar. And I didn't have nobody in the audience. I just quit preaching because there wasn't nobody out there to preach to. It wasn't because I'm a preaching. But it's because who they were seeking. It's got to do with a heart problem, y'all. The problem with Joshua, the problem was with Israel. You'll go back and look at Jericho. He didn't want to move without God. The Laodicean church made Jesus made the statement about them. The Lord said about the Laodicean church, 
He said that thou sayest that thou art rich and increased with goods. And I have need of nothing. You have everything that you could possibly ask for. You have everything that you could possibly imagine. You have the goods. You have the comfort. You have the accessibility. You've got everything at your fingertips. If you want to, you don't have to. If you want to make a bank deposit anymore, just pull out your phone, take a picture of it. You don't have to do nothing anymore. It's everything is accessible under your fingertips. But brother, there's one thing you can't do on your cell phone. You can't seek God. There's one thing you can't do on your laptop. You can't seek God. He said in the Revelate, the church of, of, the, of the Laodiceans. Unto the church of the angel of the Laodiceans write these, write, these things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness. The beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works. Listen to this. Listen to the description of their spirituality. Listen. You know, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. There's two sides there. This is the cold side, and this is the hot side. And if I stand right here, I'm just right. I'm neither cold. If I'm cold, I know I'm cold. If, I cold, if I'm cold, I realize I'm cold. And I'm neither hot. I've been hot this week. I know when I'm hot. And everybody else knows when I'm hot. It's evident when I'm hot. You don't have to question. It shows on me when I'm hot. But when I'm neither cold nor hot, my description must be that I'm lukewarm. So, Jesus told the church at Laodicea, and we're not talking about a particular church, we're talking about an age now, okay? That's what we're looking at. We're looking at an age. So then because thou art lukewarm, in verse 16, verse chapter 3, of Revelation, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. What he said, can I get real, I'm going to get real gross with you. I'm fixing to vomit y'all up. Y'all make me sick. Why? Well, he says in verse 17, Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods have need of nothing. Can I tell you all this, folks, today? I had no idea I was going to Revelation 3, and I don't want nobody to get mad with me, but if you get mad and you have to, that's fine. I'm big enough to handle it. Because 
dark lukewarm, I'll spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing. I thought about why the lost ain't getting saved. It's because we think we have need of nothing. We've got good kings. I've got most expensive Bibles I've ever owned. Not just one of them. Several of them. I have need of nothing. We got two brand new good air conditioners blowing on this side, one on this side, one on this side. And if we need that one back here, I can go flip the switch and freeze you to death in just a minute. We don't need nothing. But the pews are slowly emptying. As well as the altars. Notice that? As the altar's empty, so do the pews. We'll get stirred up on one Sunday. We'll all get hopped up and hallelujah. And then the next thing you find, we ain't really worried about God and we're not really seeking Him. I told you used to folks that get lost wouldn't stay lost. It's because, Brother Bradley, what happened is the saints of God would get with God and would seek God. It's not that God's got to be convinced to save the sinner. It's not that case. But I tell you what the what God can do. God can increase the or the Holy Ghost can increase the burden upon a lost sinner. He, he, he can increase the burden. He can make them. He can listen. He, I can remember hearing old, old brother Oit Davis. I remember him at Ten Mile Baptist Church. I remember hearing him cry at the altar and said, "God, I beg you to pour a double portion of the Holy Ghost conviction on those." And he had called her name. It's lost. I've seen them as that old man would pray. I've seen the lost get up out of their seats and run to an altar because he prayed so earnestly, begging for God to save their soul. We don't have people seeking God like that no more. You shall find me when. You shall seek me and find me when you are, when you search for me with what? All your heart. I ain't got room, God give you all my heart. I ain't got room, God, to deal with all my heart, all your heart. Now, God, you're going to have to take what I give you and let that be sufficient. I know you hadn't said that. But sometimes you don't have to say it. We walk around with burdens. We walk around with troubles. We walk around with trials. We walk around with problems. We, 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 we hear individuals cry out and say, I need God's help. I need God's help. And most of the time, most of us never call their name to God again. 
Get on Facebook. It's the most hypocritical, stupidest thing I believe I've ever seen. Somebody say, I'm standing in prayer, and everybody puts a little praying hand. Oh, that, that does something. We're, we're praying, and somebody will write out, praying. Folks, the next thing you know, they're cussing God out over here and talking foolishly about the church and, and running the preacher down and, and doing it. But they're praying. I'm going to tell you who they're praying to. It ain't the God of heaven. Who's going to seek God? Folks, listen to me. Brother Mike, if me and you don't seek Him, nobody's going to seek Him. Brother Mark, if you don't seek Him, ain't nobody going to seek Him. Brother Bradley, if you don't seek Him. Brother Dave, if you don't seek Him, nobody's going to seek Him. Hey, if you don't seek Him for your family, both of you, brother, have mentioned your family, your children. and If you don't seek Him for your children, ain't nobody else going to seek Him. If you don't seek Him for your family, ain't nobody else going to seek Him. Well, Mark, if you don't seek Him for me, young as ours that need a Savior, ain't nobody else going to seek Him. I don't mean just one time. I don't mean just here and then. I'm talking about every time. I'm talking about every day. I'm talking about through the week. I'm talking about during the weekend. I'm talking about every church service. I mean hitting your face before God, Brother Dean. If you don't seek God for them boys, ain't nobody else going to seek God for them. I'm telling you this morning, it's time that we realize that there is a sin of not seeking. There is a sin of not seeking God. You know what it resulted in? It resulted in 36 men dying. I know we want to lay it all to Achan, and he's the one that did. We're going to preach about him next week, okay? We'll talk about him next week. But how can we get to that one without dealing with us first? Why don't, why don't we want to deal with everybody else's sin without we first deal with ours? The sin of not seeking. Have you sought the Lord? Have you sought the Lord? You poured your heart out to God. Y'all know what happened? what the Bible said about Hannah. <laughs> you ever thought about what the Bible said about her when she went before when she was praying and Eli saw her? You ever thought about what God's what the Word of God says about her? The Word of God said that she poured out her soul unto the Lord. She poured out her soul. sin of not seeking. What's, what's the results? These 36 men died. What's the other results? There was a family that died. But Bradley, I'm convinced of this. That if we don't start seeking God with all our heart, we're going to watch a bunch of our lost family die without a Savior. If we don't forget the foolishness that this newfangled way of church doing has gone on. God forgive me. I'm sorry. If we don't, for, if we don't forsake that kind of stuff and get back to the old paths and the old way, 
and pour our hearts out to God and face God. I'm getting, I'm getting, go our, put our face in there. What did Joshua do? What did he do? Joshua rent his clothes and fell to the earth upon his face before the ark of the Lord until the eventide. Just Joshua? Listen, y'all got your Bible still? Look at verse number 6. He and the elders of Israel put dust upon their heads. Brother Mike, it was not just Joshua that sought God. You say, preacher, why don't you seek Him? I need to seek Him more. I'll not stand here and tell you I don't need to seek Him. But Joshua didn't have to seek Him alone. When Joshua began to seek Him, there were some others that began to seek Him right there with Joshua. They began to fall on their face before God. They began to cry out to God themselves. There's a sin of not seeking. Angela, come to me. Oh, my God. What the Lord's doing me like He's doing me right now in these situations on Sunday mornings. But it's His business. He knows way better than I do. But I'm going to ask you a question. What are you going to do with it? Some of you are going to stand and see your children, your grandchildren, your lost loved ones stand and be hurled into a devil's fire hell and lake of fire if we don't start seeking God. Church, if we don't start seeking God, don't you think they can't ride Ichabod over the doors of North Spoon Baptist Church for the glory of the Lord if departed? We're not above, we're not above the Lord's moving out on us if we don't seek Him. When are you going to begin? When are you going to start? Well, uh, preacher, why don't you start? I, I know I need to seek Him more, and I will. When are you going to do it? When will you seek the Lord?